Fu Manchu was never even a consideration. Today, in part 277 of my 1001-part series, Pat Rafferty Questions His Masculinity, we will explore a heretofore undiscussed topic. Facial hair. For the majority of my adult life, I had a goatee. From senior year in high school until a couple years ago. It evolved over the years, gaining a mustache, losing a mustache, separating into a soul patch once in a while, sometimes with a shaved neck, sometimes not. It ran the gamut from Fred Durst to latter-day vanilla ice. In other words, the goatee was mostly terrible. My goatee never quite achieved evil Spock, which is possibly what I was going for the whole time without even realizing it. Either that or Abraham Lincoln circa 1865, which it arguably came close to in college but never totally filled in, which is really the crux of the issue. I remember when I first grew the goatee in high school. It was a few months before graduation, I had just turned 18, and I said, screw it, I'm not shaving anymore. Let's watch what happens. Trademark. What happened was a scraggly collection of facial hair manifested itself on my chin. Less so my upper lip and not really anywhere else. So I kept the goatee proper and shaved the excess. This went on for many years. Too many years, one might argue. Years later, after college, I somehow gained the ability to grow a mustache. Worst mutant power ever. So I grew that out. Think Guy Fieri without the backward sunglasses. Or Pat Morita, only less Asian. Or Jon Stewart in 2010, only less Jewish. And less everything, really. Finally, I decided the facial hair thing just wasn't working. So I gave up entirely and shaved everything off. And yes, obviously I shaved it off in parts so I could test out various iconic facial hair configurations. Most notably the Burt Reynolds, the Val Kilmer in Tombstone, and of course, the Hitler. Guys, come on, admit it, we've all spurred the Hitler while shaving, if only for a few seconds. Right, guys? Guys? No, really, guys? Guys? Well, shit, now I'm the asshole. Nowadays, I only grow facial hair when I grow lazy, which I'll grant you is fairly often. But even then, it's only a five o'clock shadow, or in my case, a five-day shadow, which brings us back again to the crux. The crux here is that my ability to grow facial hair is subpar. It's slow to grow and kind of patchy when it does arrive. On one hand, this is nice, because I bought a bunch of razor blades in 2003 and haven't bought any since. True story. But it's less nice because, uh, I wish I had more facial hair options. Sure, I can do a decent Frank Zappa, and my Ezra Pound is off the charts, but a full-on Pat beard is not an option. Hell, I can't even connect my upper lip with my lower lip. There go my Big Lebowski cosplay dreams. Now sure, I do have a full head of hair, which is lovely, so at least there's that. I've got it where it counts, to quote Han Solo. Man, Chewbacca, now there's a guy with a hormone problem. And overall, I'm not a terribly hairy dude, which I'm pretty okay with and I'm sure my shower drain is pretty okay with. But the grass is always greener on the other side, the faces always pubier. I would think I'd be genetically predisposed to grow a beard. I am of beard-growing stock. Two generations of Rafferty men before me have had full, lush beards. And while I've never seen Pomp in person with a beard, he probably shaves just so he doesn't show his sons and his grandson up with whatever super-duper uber-elder beard he would no doubt grow. Maybe it's just a matter of time, though. Patience, young Padawan. I wasn't always able to grow a mustache, and now I can, so I suppose it's plausible that a beard is in store for me in the twilight of my years.
probably right as I'm starting to go bald. Something I am definitely genetically predisposed to do. Thanks, Pomp. Point is, we always want that which is just out of reach, and once we grab it, it becomes less desirable. Sad but true. I want to be able to grow a beard, but if I could, would I? I don't know, maybe. Are they in style? Eh, then probably not. Besides, those things look scratchy, man. That and I have to start wearing suspenders and flannel shirts? Not my scene. Again, especially if it's in style. The only two scenarios I can see a beard happening are, one, my razor blade supply from 2003 finally runs dry and I soon realize in the intervening years, decades, since my last razor blade purchase, blade prices have skyrocketed exceeding that of flannel shirts and suspenders. After modeling out the long-term cost of a beard or a non-bearded lifestyle, I make the switch. Or, two, humanity's days are numbered as World War III breaks out possibly on account of the rising razor blade prices from scenario number one. In the nuclear winter that follows Armageddon, as mankind slowly withers away, not with a bang, but rather a whimper, it gets pretty chilly in the complex system of underground caves in which the remnants of civilization have taken refuge. After weighing scratchiness against freezing to death, I decide that a beard would come in handy. You know, for warmth. This is the way my brain works. Which brings us to part 278 of my 1001 part series, Pat Rafferty Questions His Masculinity, when we discuss Pat attempting to man it up and survive in the post-apocalypse. Spoiler, it does not end well for Pat. Or his beard.